Welcome to the Cowboys Beat and Friends Podcast, streaming live every Wednesday on the Cowboys Beat Podcast Network, where Chris brings along a friend and discusses everything going on with America's team. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Hosted by none other than Chris K. Throws it down the field. It's caught at the 10, and this game is over. The Cowboys win it. CD Lamb. You may know him from his work on TikTok, but now he's taking over the podcasting world. Second and 15. Good throw, and it's intercepted. He's got another one, and he's got a field ahead of him. Diggs is going to take it to the end zone. Unbelievable. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Cowboys Beat and Friends podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Cowboys Beat and friends podcast for September 8th, 2022. And today I'm joined by Dallas Cowboy Chris. Say what's up to the people down with Dallas what's Cowboy. Up, Chris. Brother, what's up, man? I'm glad you invited me on the uh the Cowboy Beating Friends, man. It is a honor to be on the show, brother. Well, I'm happy that you decided to join, man. You were definitely one of the people that I, I thought about when I made this podcast. I was like, Dallas Cowboy Chris is coming on the show. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. You thank know, you, uh, thank you. Yeah, I, I really enjoy your work, man. So it's it's definitely an honor to have you on here. Well, thank you, brother. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Cowboys versus Buccaneers game coming up on this Sunday. But before we get into the episode, please make sure to follow me on all my social media accounts. Cowboys Beat on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, all those uh, platforms will be there. And make sure to rate the show five stars and make sure to follow the show as well. I would greatly appreciate that. Chris, where can they find you at? They can find me on TikTok at Dallas Cowboy Chris. You can find me on Instagram at Chris1969Lee. You can also find me on Facebook, Christopher Lee. So that's all mine. <laughs> that's, I don't have a Twitch screen, Twitches and everything like that. I'm too old, man. I don't know what Twitch is. I barely know what TikTok is. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a good job, though. So, so definitely, definitely uh, keep up with it. Um, so... The Cowboys playing a very important game here on Sunday night. It's the first Sunday night football game of the year. And they're going to be playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a rematch of last year's epic game to start off the season. So we get them in the first game again this season. What do you think is going to happen in this game? What are your predictions for this game? My prediction, I think the Cowboys actually win the game. I know everybody who's watching this, hey, Chris is a Cowboy, Homer, all this stuff. Yes, I am. Uh, but I, I – <laughs> I look at it in a different way, you know, because our defense, man, is going to be greatly improved. Man, our, our defense is going to win games this season for us, man. And I think with that beast, Michael Parson lined up at several different positions. I think we get to Brady. You know, I know get, Brady is a quick pass. I mean, one, two, three, boom, he throws the ball. But I think we can get to him. I mean, because they got problems on the offensive line like we do. OK, and, you know, Dan Quinn will find that weak link to put my Michael Parsons over him, over them and take advantage of that situation, man. So I think our defense is going to win the game and I really believe we're going to win the game easy. Easy. Wow. Now, I think it's going to be a slugfest. I, I'm predicting like a low scoring game. No, but it's it's good that you brought up the defense because I think that's they're going to have to play well if the Cowboys want to win this game on Sunday. And it starts with Micah Parsons. Yes. Taking advantage of the mismatches inside. You know, like when you have a quarterback like Tom Brady, veteran quarterback, the edge guys don't really scare them. You know, they can step up in the pocket, use their footwork, whatever it may be. But when you can get pressure on the interior, which I think the Cowboys are mm -hmm. going to be able to do this Sunday. 
I think that that's a difference maker. So I think that that's where the Cowboys are going to win this game. Now, when you like, I go back and look at the Saints game versus the Buccaneers last season. I believe it was week 13 they played. And the Saints held the Buccaneers to zero points that game. And the reason why they did it is they understood Tom Brady likes to get the ball out of his hands quickly, right? So what they did was, hey, we're going to rush four guys. We're going to drop a lot of guys back in coverage. And uh, we're going to beat them with our four guys in the front. I think the Cowboys have the personnel to be able to do that. When you look at their defensive line unit, they're 12 deep. I mean, yeah. they have guys everywhere on this defensive line. Mm -hmm. So I think that the Cowboys should take a hint from what the Saints did last season, rush four guys, because that's what they did. They barely rushed from, uh, you know, they barely rushed from the edge. I mean, they, they, they sent four guys the entire game and it worked against Tom Brady. Right. So I think that the Cowboys should, look at that game and take a hint from that. But, you know, they're going to have to run the football effectively. There's no fans or buts about it. I right. think that the Buccaneers have very a very strong interior defensive line, and I understand that. But I, I don't, I'm not one of these people that think that you should just completely deviate away from a strength on the other team because right. that doesn't keep the other team honest. Right. So they're saying that in pretty much every press conference you hear with Mike McCarthy, Callan Moore, Jerry Jones, whoever it may be, we're going to run the football. I don't like that. They're telling everybody their plan, <laughs> but that's what they're, that's what they're doing. So I think that us as Cowboys fans should look at that and say, they're probably going to run the football a lot uh, right. this Sunday. And that's how they're going to win the game. And, and, and you know what? I think that they have the personnel to be able to be good enough uh, to win this game playing that style, you know, run the football effectively, chew clock and just have Dak, you know, manage the game pretty much. You know, I, I say this all the time about Dak Prescott and it's, it's not a slight because I, I think the same way about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Dak Prescott is an elite game manager and that's right. not a bad thing. People think that that's a bad thing. I want my quarterback to be able to manage a football game. Um, so I think that Doc is going to be able to manage this game. If they can get the run game going, yeah, that's going to be even better. So I well, think that I the Cowboys win as well. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, just because going back, like when the schedule was released and pretty much up to this point, I was like, Buccaneers are probably going to win that game. But I just see the problems that the Buccaneers are having on their offensive line. And, and I just look at that and I'm like, my, my brain was telling me up to this point, Buccaneers are going to win. Now it's telling me I think the Cowboys are going to win. Okay. Well, I got a different opinion on Dak Prescott. And I hadn't even said this on my show, which is about to come on in about 30 minutes. I believe Dak Prescott is going to win the MVP of the league. Yes, I said it. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not that. He's on pace to do it last year. I, I'm not one of those Cowboy homers that, are, you know, just, just, you know, blow up my team because I love them. Okay. Dak's performance in the last four years have increased every year. His passing yards, his touchdowns, his accuracy, everything has increased. Okay. So if we're going to get that same increase this year, so that means that he'll throw for 4,600 yards. That means he'll throw for 35 touchdowns and he'll only have like five interceptions. Don't that sound like an MVP to you? Okay. <laughs> that sounds like an MVP. But here's the thing. So it's 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 hard. I mean, if if that is his stat line, then he'll mm -hmm. probably win MVP. Five interceptions. I mean, I, I see him 
decreasing his interceptions just because when a quarterback starts to age, they the game starts to slow down. They start to understand the game even more than they already do. So mm-hmm. I definitely agree that he'll take you know his in, uh, his interceptions will decline. I don't think it'll be to the extent of of five. I mean, well, now this is cutting. this is why I say that. Didn't you just call him a game manager? What does game oh, no. managers do? They they don't turn the ball over, right? They oh, don't no, turn sir. the ball over. You said an extreme game manager, right? Elite game manager. Elite game manager. So I, as an elite game manager, you don't make mistakes, okay? So, you know, Dak, Dak had that stigma for years. He's the dink and Dak. I think they just said that because it rhymed with his name, okay? But the man throws the ball downfield, okay? He throws it oh, downfield yes, at a good accuracy that I'm really impressed with because his rookie year, his second year, he wasn't really going down that 20 yard, that 15 to 25 yard passing, but he does now, okay? Because he is comfortable with the offense. And and I believe, and I'm also the believer, I don't think Zeke's done either. And you know, I'm not an Ohio State fan. We've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the guy's a beast, right? Okay. So he was, people call him done, and we all know, beat that he was hurt last year. The last six games of the year, he was hurt. Mike McCarthy wouldn't put him on the bench to get healthy, okay? And i that's another story, you know, I got yeah, a problem yeah, with Mike. Yeah, but, you know, I think Zeke will be healthy this year. And with the combination of Zeke and Pollard, man, it'll help Dak Prescott like his rookie year, okay, where he can really make big plays. And I'm not the one that's worried about our receiver core. Everybody's keep talking about it. how can we judge our receiving core if we hadn't even seen them play? None of them played in the preseason, including Dak Prescott. So how can we say it's a problem without even seeing it? So so now this is to, to go back to one of your points before I answer that question. Um, when, when I say like a weak game manager, that doesn't mean that he doesn't throw the football down the field. I think Doc's very calculated when he decides to throw the football down the field. Um, there's that. But I mean, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Game managers don't turn over the football usually. But I think even Aaron Rodgers last season had seven interceptions. And he's a guy that I consider, uh, you know, an elite game manager. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that Doc's interceptions will will decrease definitely. I, t- I talked about that earlier. When you talk about the receiver core, you know I I agree with you to an extent. So here's what I'll say: okay. once we get later in the season and you get Michael Gallup back and you get James Washington back, that's a that's a thick room that you have over there uh, at receiver. And if these young guys step up, Simi Fioko, Dennis Dennis Allen, whoever it may be, if these guys step up. I don't think the Cowboys are going to keep James Washington. I think that they'll probably cut him if that's the case really? because they're going to look at it and they're going to be like, hey, we have these young guys that have stepped up. We're going to have to make a cut here. Who are we going to cut? Dennis Houston? Or are we going to cut uh, uh, James Washington? It might eventually end up going to who are we going to cut James Washington or Noah Brown. But even then, I think the Cowboys will keep James Washington. Yeah, because I, 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 think, I think Noah Brown know where the bones are buried. I still don't know why he's on the team. I mean, he make a few, a few plays a year, but he don't make anything to, to make me say, "Damn, that was Noah Brown." Okay, so I, I don't I don't know what's going on. Maybe maybe he knows the system better than anybody. Maybe he have hell of a practices. I, I don't know. Uh, but from him or James Washington, I, I would rather keep James Washington, honestly, uh, just before his big playability. Okay. So, you know, with him going downfield, you know, if we can get Oklahoma State James Washington, I think it would have been a great 
pickup. You know? if, if, if we can get if we can get 2019, 2020, or uh, yeah, no. 2019 2020 james washington Mm -hmm. i'm cool with that because i mean let's be honest like with james washington i think that he's a talented receiver i think that he fell into you know pittsburgh's receiver room where they had chase claypool deontay johnson uh you know juju smith schuster and you had ben roethlisberger throwing you the football he was over the hill two years ago so (laughs) so you know i I think don't tell steve yeah, I'll, I'll tell Steelers <laughs> fans that. Yeah, I'm not afraid to do that. Um, no, definitely. But I, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting when James Washington does come back. Um, what they're going to what they're going to do with him? Because I don't think they're going to cut one of these young guys. Because th- I think they're really married to this draft and develop philosophy, right? Uh, that they have. Which I mean, I I appreciate the fact that they're going like this because, like, when you look at the pie chart of how much money Dak, Zeke, and you know the top guys are making, and then you compare it to the rest of the roster. It's like you know, there's the it goes like Dak's up here, Zeke's down here, and then it incrementally goes down, and then like the rest of the roster is just like yes. down here. Yes, but I mean that's what you're able to do when you know you have that mindset. You get cheap contracts, and honestly, like I'm perfectly fine with the Cowboys building their team like this. And the reason why is because they have shown us that they've been able to acquire young talent, not just, I mean, technically through the draft, but they've drafted or they've, uh, you know, picked up a lot of solid undrafted free agents. I mean, Terrence Steele's our, our starting right tackle, undrafted free agent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I appreciate that the Cowboys are going with this philosophy. Well, you know, and I'm glad you brought up Terrence, man. Terrence worked his butt off to become a starter, Okay. Cause you remember, man, when he he first got out there a couple years ago, and every cowboy fan cringed every time we snapped the ball, right? And last year, when uh, Lyle was hurt, you didn't hear Terrence's name. As a former offensive line, offensive lineman, you never want anybody to know your name, especially during the game. Okay, so when you don't hear an offensive lineman's name, he's doing an excellent job. Okay. So, you know, I know it was conversation about moving him when when uh, when um, Tyron got hurt. And I was like, no, leave him where he is because he plays better on the right than he does on the left. Uh, so I'm, I'm really I'm really happy about that. And I think we need to give kudos to Will McClay. OK, because Will McClay has found these gems. OK, and with little money and all it is is just scouting and getting the best out of these players okay so and terrence Steele is one okay so you know i'm just i'm just really i'm really happy about terrence Steele starting at that at that tackle and hopefully (laughs) hopefully this offensive line can gel at least at least by you know week four they'll be you know in a good position to really dominate the game because we're going to need that running game man we're going to need it bad and i and i Think I think since since uh, Mike McCarthy has basically told the world, like you mentioned before, we're going to run the ball. Okay, so if you made that statement, we're going to run the ball. So you know, I guess we decided we're going to punch people in the mouth this football season. So if we're going to do it, we better do it right because you can't just jab them. You got to literally punch them in the mouth. Oh yeah, no, certainly, and and it's good that you brought up Terrence Steele, right? Like it was the right move to move on from Lyle Collins and give Terrence Steele a chance. This kid has worked his behind off he did. ever since he's gotten with this team. He's gotten better day by day. And 
the Cowboys got rid of Wyo Collins. They wanted to get rid of him years ago, but the problem is they didn't have anybody to replace him. So they were always tolerant with Wyo Collins as their options allowed him to be. They didn't have any options, so they kept Wyo Collins. Yeah. So when a guy came along that, you know, challenged Wyo Collins, it was an easy decision to make for the Cowboys. And you end up saving $10 million. Let him go be Cincinnati's problem. Yeah. Uh, because the one thing. The one thing that Lyle Collins, oh no, that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing that Lyle Collins was consistent at was being consistently unavailable. I was just going to bring that up. That's who Jerry was talking about. Everybody think he was talking about Amari Cooper. He wasn't talking about Amari Cooper. He was talking about Lyle. And when they went back and I saw it on the news, how many games Lyle missed in the last three years. And I just didn't real, I didn't realize how many games he missed. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty bad. Okay. Uh, when you were starting right tackle in the NFL and you missed that many games, and some of them wasn't due to injury. Some of them was due to uh, this mental up there, you know, where he couldn't get his crap together, okay? And, and the coaches basically got on him and everything and, you know, suspensions from the league and stuff like that, man. You, you know, that's what Jerry meant about being accountable, and it had nothing to do with Amari Cooper. And, and and it was funny, beat. I I was a big Lyle Collins fan when he got to the Cowboys. You know, with that situation he had during the draft. You know, and we basically got a free a first round pick as a free agent. Okay, and I thought he was going to be here for years. I thought Lyle was going to be a, a a a ten twelve year veteran for the Cowboys, but he basically wore out his welcome with the coaches and Jerry. And you know how that go. If if Jerry don't like you, you know you're gone. <laughs> so well, Jerry loves everybody. Jerry loves everybody. So exactly. when Jerry don't like you, you're gone. Oh no, certainly. Yeah, that's that's definitely a good point. And I think that's actually a, a good point to end the show here. We're both busy men. We got things to do. So Chris, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show. And uh you're welcome on anytime, bud. Bro, anytime you need me, you got my number, hit me up. Man, Dallas Cowboys for life. Yes, sir. And make sure to plug your uh, plug your stuff here so people know where to find. Yes, it. you can. You can also find uh, we have a Cowboys show on Wednesday night, seven o'clock uh, central time. It's the Dallas Cowboys huddle. It's me, Armando, 21, uh, Papa G, uh, the number one Cowboy fan and be too real, man. Hey, and Cowboy B, you know, you always welcome on the show. You've been on there before we had you, man. I always love your knowledge, man. It's deep. Definitely. I, th I thank you, Chris. I really appreciate that. Um, I, I might try and uh, hop on with you guys tonight before Cowboys beat tonight. Great. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely. Awesome. And thank you guys for tuning in. You guys know where to find me. Cowboys beat TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, wherever it may be. I'm on there. So thank you guys for listening and I'll see you guys next. Thank you for listening to the Cowboys beat and friends podcast. Please make sure to follow the show and leave a review. We'll see you next time on the Cowboys Beat Podcast Network.